Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. This is England is Burning for Monday, August 30, 2021. We are back. It has been a long three months of the summer, and it's just been it's been crazy. And then you have transfers. So, but we are back with our set of preview shows for the top teams in the WSL coming up. We are starting today with Arsenal. We are back today with Josh with the Islington Gazette. Welcome back, Josh. It's been a long summer. How has it been for you? Yeah, it's been good. Um, it's been quite busy, obviously, with the transfers and Champions League starting back. Obviously, there was two preseason friendlies before, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was just it was nice to get refreshed again and, and now ready to go again for a for another long season ahead. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting season ahead. It's going to be a long season ahead, and we got a lot to talk about when it comes to Arsenal, as we always do, uh, with a lot of changes. I mean, as we left it at the end of the season, um, Montemero is leaving, uh, and he eventually went over to uh, went over to, to Juventus women. Uh, had some ideas about some ins and outs you know, that were going to happen as far as transfers coming in. We knew there were going to be a couple of players coming in. We knew there were going to be at least a couple of players going out. We knew a new manager was going to have to be in place sometime soon. And then uh, we have the new Champions League format where there was a qualification round in Arsenal, you know, pretty much easily made it into the top three to get that, you know, slot. So um, with that being said, I want to talk about first, Josh, your thoughts about the the incomings and the outgoings as far as transfers. And I want to make a point. A lot of people, a lot of people messaged me and contacted me and said, you know, Hey, Keith, why don't you do transfers and talk about transfers? I'm like, you know what? I don't want to blow up any transfers by talking about rumors and saying this is going to happen when it don't happen. And I don't want to blow anything up. And it drives me nuts. Rumor mill transfer window land just really just winds me up. And I'm like, it just annoys me. It's fascinating at times. but I don't like covering it. So I'd like to tell you, I want to know at the end of this window and at, at when the season starts, who's going to be on the team and who's not going to be on the team. And then, then we'll go from there. So with, with Arsenal and I don't know how up to date my list is. So you tell me. Yeah. So the outgoings from Arsenal are uh, Jill Roard. Yeah. Leonie Meyer. Yeah. Ruby Mace, Vandedonk, and Lisa Evans. And now Lisa Evans is on loan. All right. Yeah. So that's not a transfer out and so forth. So in that list, you know, any surprises, worries, thoughts about the outgoings from the summer? I think every one of those, well, Lisa Evans aside, um, was expected. I think we knew on the last day of the season that, that Jill Ward was, was going to go to Wolfsburg. It was already confirmed uh, before that uh, Crystal Palace FA Cup game. So, yeah, we knew that she was going. Uh, Van der Donk, we had a good idea um, that Leon were in for and they were going to pay a fee. So, obviously, that wasn't a surprise either. Leonie Meyer didn't have her contract renewed. Um, and I think that's a brilliant sign from Everton. I really do. Um just a quick note, I think Everton are going to be ones to, to really watch in, in the WSL this year. And I Absolutely. Think, I think, I think Meyer was a, I thought, thought Meyer was a great signing uh, for them. The only one that really surprised me was Lisa Evans. But when you think of it, was she going to get game time? That Well, the amount of game time that she required? Honest answer, probably not. Um, in terms of worries... I would I would still like a defensive midfielder in to Arsenal. Um, 
I think Leah Baldi's fantastic, but she picks up little niggly injuries as well. Um, and obviously, Roard wasn't a defensive midfielder as such, but she can play there. So I think that area is still a little bit light. So I think before the deadline is over, well, I know Arsenal are looking for one or two players, one in that position as well. So we will see what happens with that. But I think every one of those outgoings, apart from Evans, was expected. But when you look at Evans, I think it's probably a great decision for her. Um, she needs to play football. She probably wouldn't have played as much as a player for a quality should be playing at Arsenal this season. Um, and West Ham have got themselves a fantastic player. But no, um, every one of those were, were, was expected to happen, really. And we sort of knew about that before the end of last season and even really before Jonas was, was appointed. Mm-hmm. And when you have, a, you know, when you have a fairly deep squad, I mean, you're going to have players who probably will get starting slots in other teams that are not so deep. So, I um, mean, in, in the end of the day, though, I was a bit like you, I was a bit surprised at the at uh, Evans leaving for a loan. But on the other hand, it's a good move for her. Uh, yeah, in terms of, of getting that playing time that she needs. And I mean, and I'll, we'll, I'll talk a lot. I want to talk about Everton and Leicester City later because those are, I think, two teams really, I, I would agree with you, Josh. They're two teams I, I really think we need to watch as far as, you know, uh, is really challenging uh, and, and a lot of the moves that they made really to push themselves forward. But let's jump into the end, the ends incoming for Arsenal uh, and get your thoughts about that. So, uh, Mana Iwabuchi, uh, and again, I hope I didn't butcher that important her name because <laughs> she's going to be, I think, a star player for Arsenal. She's already started. Uh, Nikita Paris, uh, that's another name that's a strong name for Leon. Um, and Simone Boye Sorensen from Bayern. Uh, and Frida Manum from uh, Linkoping. I uh, didn't get that, smash that up. But what are your thoughts about this incoming crop of uh, players? Yeah, I mean, obviously I've watched the, the preseason games and the Champions League games, and every single one of those players, you can just see the, the quality that they bring, and mm-hmm. no disrespect to any of the outgoings. Obviously, Van der Donk is an outstanding player, and I think she'll do very, very well with Leon. But I think every single one of those players improves the squad from last season. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Freedom Manum's an outstanding player and what we've seen from her so far, she's obviously she was playing in Sweden before she moved and just before she moved the Swedish season was still ongoing. So she came in fit. Um, and you can see that in pre season. Like she's she's so sharp, brilliant on the ball as well, brilliant driving forward, really powerful. Um and her vision and her passing range has been has been top class. Um, if you watch the the Chelsea in the very first preseason game, obviously it's going to be a lot different to, to this weekend. But straight in, she made an impact. She was physical, really good on the ball. Um, knocked it around so well, and you're thinking, oh wow, there's a player here. She actually got the assist for Katie McKeon's goal that day. Um, mm-hmm. But she just carries the ball so well. As for Mana, again. Played at the Olympics, so she had fitness going into the going into this mm-hmm. um, campaign. She hasn't really stopped since obviously leaving Aston Villa at the end of last season, but just different quality. I mean, her goal against PSV Eindhoven, the second one, the, the little turn, and then to place it in the top corner to perfection was outstanding. And her technical ability is just it's just insane, really. Um, so really, really looking forward to seeing her this season. Um, women's Super League fans, we all know 
uh, mm-hmm. what Nikita Paris is all about. She's quick, mm-hmm. she's direct. Um, yep. There's plenty more to come from her this season, especially with the, their, their link up with Fimiana Miedema. I think that's certainly one thing to watch in all WSL teams this season, just how those two link up. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be very, very exciting to watch. Um, so, yeah, look, um, obviously Simone Boy Sorensen as well. Uh, Jonas uh, managed her before, so knows exactly what to do. She can play as a centre-back or as a centre-defensive midfielder, although well, she will play centre-back. like That's her position. And she's done very, very well over pre-season. Um, she did make a mistake in the Champions League game against PSV, but apart from that, hasn't put a foot wrong. She's looked very, very solid. She's got an experienced head. Her positional sense is excellent. And she's, so, as you would expect our defender to be, she's so powerful. You know, on when, when teams go through 1v1, I mean, she's always there covering. So I, I think that's a that's a superb addition uh, as well. I think every single one of those that said improved the squad from what Arsenal had available to them last season. They've got experience then, but it's not just experience, they've gotten quality. Mm-hmm. Like players with different attributes and what I've seen so far, I mean, they are very, very impressed. And especially in Jonas's system, I think Jonas has a specific system and it's just press, press, press. It's a bit like Chelsea, really. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why I think this Sunday game, sure we'll get on to that, but it'll be a really, really fascinating game of football because they're going to play with a very, very high tempo, both with an extremely high press. Um, I've been very, very impressed with just how Arsenal have actually clicked already. Um, and with those new players, I mean, they've only been there for a month or so. And, I mean, this season, I'm really, really excited about it. So, Josh, let me, uh, can you check your mic for me? I think because you got kind of got muffled there uh, near the end there. So just check your mic for me, uh, if you don't mind, uh, and so forth. But, so you're very excited about moving forward. Do you think that Arsenal is going to do anything else in the in the, the next, basically, in the next 36 hours, 40, you know, we have until the end of the transfer window? It's possible. It certainly is possible. Okay. Um, I think I think they could do. I mean, Jonas has said that he wants to bring in one or two players maybe before mm-hmm. the end. And I think certainly one of them is going to be a centre defensive midfielder. Mm-hmm. But there's no point in bringing players in just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. No, so no. That, we've seen that. We've seen that before. I usually never works. Uh, yeah, just, you know, bringing players and 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 they don't fit into the into the puzzle piece that that is a well formed team. So talking about Jonas uh, Itaval, and I, I hope again, I you know I'm from the South in America, so that that means I butcher everything as far as pronunciation goes. Uh, so please forgive me, y'all. Now, uh, but so what is what does he bring? to Arsenal um, in terms of, of, of tactics, strategy, mentality, all of that? What does he bring? I think it's very, very early to say. Um, okay. he, he, he's only 38, so he, obviously there's going to be a young, fresh approach, um, which is why I'm extremely excited about this season. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought Joe Montemurro did a very, very good job, but I think last season, I think it was sort of time for for what for him to depart. I think it was the right time for him to depart. Um, but I think what we've seen so far, he's going to certainly play a much more attacking game uh, than what Joe Montemurro played. Um, there's never that sort of mentality of, okay, we're ahead now, now let's, we're ahead now, let's sit back. Um, it's always go out and get more and get as much as possible. Um, and as we've seen in the, in the Champions League, that there's been 
high energy games. They've pressed extremely well. They've been so quick. Um, and the strategy will just it'll be a high energy tempo game. That's what you'll get from Arsenal this season, which is great to watch because they've got the attack to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And they've got the attacking quality to, to play that way. So this Sunday coming against Chelsea, we'll, we'll get a better indication of that because, look, you're against the champions. You're against, for me, the best team in the league still. So I think we'll certainly get a better idea. But early stages are, it's going to be a very, very high-tempo game. They're gonna, It's just going to be all-out attack, no matter what the score is. Um, it's he'll be wanting to go for, for the kill from the first whistle. So I think I think it's gonna be a very, very exciting season for Arsenal and one player that I sort of have to mention uh, because of the preseason performances has been Beth Made. Um looks a player completely reborn and revamped. Looks fantastic. Um she's probably been one of the highlights for me in, in this preseason and in the Champions League. She looks so sharp in every single game. So and in terms of a high pressing system, I would expect Beth Mead to get more goals this season as well. So they've got goals from everywhere. I mean, this season, I think, I still do think, obviously, Miedema will be the top goal scorer. It'd be silly for me to say, and for Arsenal, I mean, it'd be silly for me to think that, to say that she won't be the top goal scorer because, look, she's number nine. She's, for me, the best finisher in world football. But I think, there's going to be pressure sort of taken off her this season, as I think others will, will chip in with goals, which was needed. Um, so, yeah, very, very excited about the season ahead just because of it's a new, fresh approach. And um, Jonas seems to have every single player on board early on. And there's certainly a lot of positives there. And any other, you know, um, any other players that you really think we should be looking out for key players that we really need to look at. Um, I know obviously Miedema, you know, probably going to go try for another golden golden boot this time. Do you think she's going to be more productive this year with a new, with a new energized attack? Um, you know, what about Nikita Paris coming in? What do you think she's going to bring to the table? Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said earlier, I think Paris and Miedema are going to link up really very, very well. I just think we've sort of seen in this period that to sort of have a good understanding already but as the longer the season goes on that's only going to develop further one big disappointment was Jordan Nobbs getting injured in pre-season with her ankle luckily it, it seems like it's only a sprain so it won't be too long but she in that in that system how Jonas wants to play I think she'll really really succeed in it because she's the type of player that likes to get in the ball she likes to carry it forward um, and she chips in with goals as well. So I think we'll see a, a completely sort of revitalised Jordan Nobbs this season when she's back from her ankle injury. I think that's a I think that's a very... She's going to be like a new signing, I think, um, for Arsenal. Uh, obviously, you've got Paris, who is experienced in WSL. She's mm-hmm. got plenty of quality um, and, and pace, which is what you need. And I think with this system, her pace will be will be needed because she'll run in behind defenders. Um, her movement is intelligent. It always has been excellent. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think every single one of those signings has just sort of fits in, in this system, um, especially Mana as well. And um, look, I, I honestly believe that Arsenal will create more chances this year. Um, so, obviously, more, ch- more, more openings for goals as well. So, 
I think this season you'll see a much more attacking fluid Arsenal than what we have done in the previous three. What do you think we're going to see as far as their defense is concerned? Because you mentioned that maybe you know there there might be a weak link weak link in the defensive midfield area. Um, so what do you think about defensively? We're going to see a change in style from the last year there, or you know, do you think how's that going to look? Do you think? Yeah, the Arsenal's defense towards the end of last season was was excellent, really. Oh, yeah. Right, because they went on that run where they didn't yeah. give up any goals, period. They had like 100 clean sheets in a row or something like that. And remember, everyone loves clean sheets, especially in hotel rooms. But, you know, but yeah, I mean, they were just so stout on defense and, and it was credit almost to everybody uh, and well, so forth. Well, absolutely, yeah. And I think, I mean, if you look at, again, if you look back in those Champions League preseason games, um, Manuela Zinsberger for a start, in goal, she looks more confident as well. Now mm-hmm. against PSV Eindhoven, it was clear. I mean, when balls came into the box in the previous two seasons, she's been here. I mean, I think she's a good goalkeeper, a very, very. I think she's a she's a very decent shot stopper. But sometimes when crosses came in, she just stood in her line and looked a bit shaky. But in that PSV game, she looked much more confident in terms of coming out and claiming crosses. She commanded her box more, which was a really, really good, encouraging sign. I think Arsenal have got a very, very good defence. I mean, you've got Steph Catley or Katie McCabe at, at left-back. I mean, I expect Katie McCabe to play as a winger this year and Catley to go into into left-back. And centre-back, you've got Simone Boy Sorensen, um, Lotta Wibben Moy, so there's two options in there. Of course, you've got Leah Williamson, for me, the best ball player and centre-back in the whole league. Um. And she's she's still only twenty four, so I mean there's so, there's so much time for her to even improve in her own game, but she's an incredible player. And then, of course, you've got Noel Maritz, who's an experienced Swiss international. So that whole defense is it's one of the best you'll get in the league. You know what I mean? I mean mm-hmm. it's it's just got the whole team oozes quality, and there's no excuse why Arsenal can't go and compete for the title. All right, so let, let's put a cap on that. I want to get to that. I want to get to, to, to that. But first, let's talk about, before before we get to some ideas about challenging for the title, and I do want to definitely talk about that. But um, but in terms of, let's talk about the game coming up, because this Sunday, I think, is the perfect test. I, I, but I think also, though, in a way, it's unfortunate in a sense, though, that the first game of Jonas's reign uh, era here is going to be league game is going to go against Chelsea. I'd rather have it be like, <laughs> you know, not against the best team or the second best team in Europe and, and the best team in the league. Um, so, but you know, it is what it is. It's a London Derby situation. So um, what do you expect? You know, what do you expect out of Chelsea? What do you expect in this match coming up this weekend? I sort of think it's a perfect game. Okay. Because- All right. Because it's a game, no disrespect to anybody else, but if you if you play a lower team and you batter them, mm-hmm. and then there's sort of false hope around. Sure. But this sure. weekend, it's the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Everybody starts off fresh. Mm-hmm. And you got to... Jonas will learn a lot about his players this week, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's, a big mo- it's a big first month for Arsenal. I mean, you've got... First three games, you got Chelsea at the Emirates, which is this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Reading away, which is always a tough game. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And then you're coming back to Meadow Park to play Manchester City. Yep. So in the first month, you're playing two of the top two. You're playing the top two from last season. And that's the standard. Like That's the standard that you want to be at. Mm-hmm. You, they're the two teams that you need to be going to catch. So I think this Sunday, you'll certainly you'll learn a lot about his team. Do I think Arsenal can get a result? Yeah, because it's the first game of the season and anything can happen. Sure. Although Chelsea will be the favourites going into it because they have mm-hmm. immense quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are the holders. Um, yeah. But the way that Jonas will play, I think it will trouble Chelsea much more than what a Joe Montemurro mm-hmm. Arsenal cause Chelsea. Because a Joe Montemurro Chelsea, or sorry, a Joe Montemurro Arsenal give Chelsea time on the ball and sort of let them dictate the game. Yes, yes, that is true. A, a Jonas Arsenal will beat on them. And I think mm-hmm. it could panic them a little bit. I, I, Chelsea have immense quality. I mean, Fran Kirby, Sam Kerr. I mean, the, the list is endless. But I think Ch- or Arsenal will hassle Chelsea much more this weekend. And will mm-hmm. force them into mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Arsenal have players that can match anything on their day. If, But I think it was sort of a, a, a system-wise that sort of allowed Chelsea to dictate mm-hmm. the recent fixtures I just don't think they'll dictate this weekend do I think they'll win I think maybe they probably they probably will yeah because they do have that class mm-hmm. but I think that they'll be made to work for it more this weekend than in previous years I'm I'm really excited about this Arsenal team I mean I've only it's only what four games into to Jonas's system yeah. and I think or, yeah, into his reign and I think obviously the Champions League could come to Arsenal's Eight this week, they've played two competitive games. They'll play three competitive games before Sunday because as yep. we record this, it's on Monday. And yep. they play Slavia Prague tomorrow night in the Champions League. So they've yep. got three competitive games under their belts going into this. So they're fit already. And Chelsea mm-hmm. may just take that little bit of time to, to come into the season. They've only had you know, pre-season friendlies and not every single player has played right? Uh, because obviously coming home from the Olympics and things like that. So it's a clean slate and Arsenal won't give Chelsea any time the ball so really really excited um, I think Freedom Adams is going to be absolutely massive this weekend um, because obviously her, the legs like she's got minutes in the legs and in pre-season she's been excellent I, there, ha- there's been a mid- there hasn't really been a midfielder to dictate the game for Arsenal in recent years and I, I certainly think that she is one of those to do that um, obviously there's been quality in there like We've said Jill Roar and Van der Donk, but they have quality in terms of going forward. But in terms of actually getting hold of the ball and dictating the game, they, they weren't really those type of players. And Arsenal haven't really had one of those in there. Mm-hmm. So I think Manham's going to be absolutely huge for this weekend because look, Chelsea have so much quality in midfield. But I think Arsenal finally have a team that can go toe to toe with any team. And, and and we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's a good first test with Jonas. I would rather this test now than say, I don't know, a, no disrespect, like a Birmingham City or a West Ham. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. what's the point? Well, like it's the first game of the season and you obviously want to start off well. Right, but... right. I see your point. I mean, I, I think your point is that you don't, as you said in the opening, you know, you don't want to go into the first season and have like, 
a quote just batter somebody like yeah. six nil and be like oh yeah we're we're back um you know yeah. and so forth you know i you know i was thinking more like you know, a, a little bit of a stronger test than than you know someone that might be uh, looking at a relegation war um you know have a team that you know like reading or something like that we have a difficult yeah. test but but one that that you could you know you know, kind of work some kinks out again with, but again, with three games under the belt in the Champions League, uh, you know, qualification and the friendlies and so forth, you know, I, I think you have an excellent point in the sense that, you know, they should be ready to play. They should be oh, ready absolutely. to compete. Uh, and Chelsea hasn't had that opportunity. And, and um, you know, Chelsea is just still, I would say, the strongest team on the board. But yeah. uh, there's no doubt, though. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. There's no doubt Arsenal has reloaded a bit and has improved their squad with what they've got and with a new manager in place. You know, there is, you know, uh, there is definitely, you know, not just hope, but I think there's realistic hope that, you know, things, you know, will be looking, you know, more positive this season on many levels. So with that being said, um, you know, we mentioned briefly Everton. Uh, I mentioned Leicester yeah. City. Let's talk about the league in general and closing here. Um, so what do you think about Everton? You know, uh, I think a lot of about Everton, you know, in the sense of the moves that they have made, they certainly are putting out a kind of a warning shot to the rest of the league that yeah. we're going to be a bit of a force this year uh, and, we're, and we're coming. Um, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think Everton. There's pressure on Everton. Now. I think with the signings, mm-hmm. Everton have to be, have to be closing in certainly on those top three in, to to qualify for the Champions League. I think they have to be putting pressure on those three teams. There's no excuse now for Everton to be finishing fifth or sixth. They have to be you know, sort of aiming for that Champions League qualification, and they have to be consistent this season because the players that they have brought in have been. Tons of you know absolute quality. I mean, Hannah Hannah Benison is an outstanding sign, and I think any club in Europe would have mm-hmm. liked her. And that says a lot that you know she's going to Everton. It's ambitious from Everton. They've got big big plans. Um, and the Champions League, they, they sort of have to go sort of on the verge of of qualification for that. I still think the top three will be as as it usually is, I still think, you know, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester City, but Everton could surprise you for you this year. Um mm-hmm. the league in general is looking as strongest as it's ever been. And I think Sky Sports is only going to do well in the UK. Um mm-hmm. I think Sky that, that Sky Sports deal is going to be absolutely huge. Um because mm-hmm. look it's the biggest sports platform in the UK, you know. Um, and I think with the money-wise for clubs, it's only going to help. But really, really excited about the season. I mean, you look. I'm even looking at a, at a Birmingham squad and you're thinking, everyone thought Birmingham were, were, were certain for relegation for this season um, coming in the last, but they've appointed a very good manager in Scott Booth uh, and they've brought in some very, very good signings um, from Scotland as well. And Louise Quinn, back from Fiorentina, experienced Republic of Ireland International and you know she's played for Arsenal in the league so every single team has its has its quality this year um, and that's there's, there's, got, there's no easy games in football anyway as we know but mm-hmm. I think this year the WSL is looking the best it's ever been um, it's just a really really exciting season ahead 
And you look at the business that, that all the WSL teams have done. I mean, all of the teams. And I know I bantered uh, United for waiting forever to sign anyone, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, they even brought in a whole bunch of people, you know, yeah. right at the end and quality uh, as well. I mean, you look at even at West Ham, they brought in what, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players. Um, I mean, they did move a lot of players, but just the business yeah. overall, I think I don't see any team, except, to be honest, outside of United that, you know, didn't improve uh, in terms yeah. of their personnel. Um, and so, I mean, and, but I want to talk about Leicester. Leicester is the promotion side that came in from the championship. They won the championship yeah. fairly well, fairly easily um, last season. Uh, they're coming in. They knocked off Manchester United in the FA Cup right at the end of the season, yeah. um, you know, so forth, which I, to me was not a shock. Uh, to others, it was. But to me, it was not. Leicester always seems to do good business. Um, you see it on the men's side, and I think you see it again on the women's side as well. And they mean business. Business too. What do you think about Leicester coming into the league? Yeah, I mean, Leicester are just such a well-run football club in general. Um, you know, from the top to the bottom. Really, really excited about Leicester this year. I think Leicester, again, they've done good business. Um, Jeff Sigsworth, I think, will, mm-hmm. will stand out um, for, for them this year. I think, you know, she's, she plays with such a good energy and intensity. Uh, so I think that was a brilliant centre for Leicester. Hannah Keen, uh, who was already there, she's already played in the WSL for Everton before. I think she has a lot of quality, really quick feet, and you know she can chip in with goals. And it's a big year for Natasha Flint as well. She's always been a great championship player, um, but now this is that's obviously a big level to step up. But I'm, I'm sure she's more than capable of doing so. I've just I like the whole Leicester model, and I think that. I, honestly, I think they'll surprise quite a few teams this season. Um, definitely, I think a good season for Leicester. I think the target will, of course, it will be the first year in the WSL. So the target is to survive relegation. But I think they'll do that with flying colours, to be honest. I think they'll be fine. Uh, if I'm predicting a Leicester finishing position, I'm going around 7th to 8th. I think that would be a great first season. And then, obviously, if they stay up, they can build on it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think they're going to cause teams quite a lot of problems this year. And it's great that, you know, their home games are going to be at the King Power Stadium. Obviously, that's where the men play. I think that signals, a, that's a big statement from them as well. Because it's, it's a massive that statement they are invested. Them. Yeah, they're inv- they're definitely invested. I, 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 I think so highly about Leicester's model. Uh, you know, um, in, in as far as they're just footballing model and how they handle themselves as an organization, as a club and so yeah. forth, as a proper organization, uh, they, they do so well in terms of, you know, you know, stretching the pound or sterling mm-hmm. or dollar out as much as possible uh, and so forth. And they want and it. But it's also obvious that they want to win things uh, and but they're going to do it. And they're going to they're going to do it in the right way. And not to say that other clubs don't do it in the right way, but there's just something about their model that uh, they get the best out of the players that, that come in. Uh, they get the best out of their coaching staff and they're ambitious um, and so forth. I, I personally think that Leicester is going to finish higher than seventh. I think they're looking maybe at, uh, you know, a shocker of, of, I don't, I'm not saying top four or, I mean, or even top yeah, five, yeah, yeah. but I'm thinking like fifth or sixth 
Uh, I think they're going to surprise some people, um, but yeah. I just really feel strongly about about them overall. Um, so I would not be surprised if they hit like top five level. Um, so looking at the top five, what do you, who do you think are the top five? You know, in order five to one. I still think Chelsea will win the league. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest, that's just thing. They've got a big squad to go and do it. Um, obviously, an Arsenal and Man City have big squads too. Don't get me wrong. But I just think Chelsea will still just have that little bit too much. Um, obviously, you've got Fran Kirby, Sam Kerr. So you've got goals in there. They're the, fa- they're the fans. I still think they probably would have liked another centre-back. Mm-hmm. I think they would have liked yeah. another centre-back. But that hasn't materialised and that's not going to because... Emma Hayes said after their friendly with Aston Villa that you know they're done, so mm-hmm. you can understand. Well, you can understand that. So I still think they're the ones to beat. Second, I'm going to go Arsenal, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think Manchester City fans will react too kindly to that. But I think Arsenal this season just just got such an exciting prospect. I mean, the, I think they've got goals from all over the pitch, um, and obviously Miedema as well. So. I just think, I just think Arsenal will finish second this year. I think they'll certainly challenge for the title. And like I said earlier, there's no excuse to because they've got the quality to. Mm-hmm. Manchester City third. I still think they needed a number nine. Obviously, Bonnie Shaw I think was a brilliant signing. I think she'll mm-hmm. she'll score plenty of goals. But Ellen White is is going to be out for a little while now. Um, mm-hmm. As and I just don't think. I still think they needed a number nine. Um, so that's why I'm going to put Manchester City third in fourth I'm going to say Everton mm-hmm. because I mean their their signings have been ones of real real quality mm-hmm. and I would actually be I think they'll be closer to the top three than I think they'll, they'll give the top three a real score this year um, and I certainly think they'll take points off of one of them or maybe even two of them throughout the season Fifth is very difficult because this is sort of, you've always got those top three and then anything can happen. But in fifth, I'm still going to say Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mark Skinner has a big test ahead of him. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I don't know. I agree with you when in terms of have they improved their squad from last year. And I don't think they have. But I can just see them having enough to to finish it in fifth, I I just mm-hmm. think they'll. I still think they've got enough quality compared to everybody else, sort of below them. So yeah, I'm gonna go Manchester City, Manchester City, and or sorry, Manchester United in fifth. But I'm really looking forward to watching you know Boa this year. I think that was a I think that was an incredible sign. Um, mm-hmm. had the pleasure of watching her in, in Belfast, um, for Norway against Northern Ireland, and you know she just has immense quality. So I think that was a, a fantastic signing. So I'm going to go Manchester United fifth. So Chelsea to win the league, Arsenal second, Manchester City third, Everton fourth, Manchester United fifth. I think I'm going to probably, as I think about it, probably go with the same thing. Uh, you know, I'm. I think the two Manchester sides have, are going to take a bit of a step backwards. Uh, and because I don't think I don't think either City or United have improved their squad enough 
Like yeah. Arsenal definitely improved. Chelsea is Chelsea. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt yeah. that Chelsea is the team to beat. They're number one. There's no doubt. Uh, and yeah. so you have the you know you you have to when you go after the king you best not miss and with Chelsea you best not miss with them so Chelsea definitely is number one um, I do think Arsenal right now is number two uh, I think City is taking a step back I don't know what their deal is about signing number nines uh, they, they just seem to have a difficulty all the way around with signing number nines yeah. and that's the the one piece that they needed they needed a consistent striker to you know they did everything else but they were just so poor in in as far as you know you look at how how many chances they got and they didn't follow through enough and so that hurt them so many times uh and and, i mean it was evident even in that last chelsea match when all the barbells were on the table for the title if they had better finishing they would have won yeah, and, but they still don't have it. Um, so that that's where they're going to struggle. And Arsenal definitely have that. You know, Arsenal has. You know, my only concern about Arsenal is their defense. Um, you know, but you know they 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 had a stout defense last season. So yeah, you know, I, I see Arsenal on paper being number two and City number three, um, and then four. I would love to say Everton. I mean, Everton's really improved. Um, you know, I, I see United falling back. So they were fourth last year. And I think, they're you know, fifth is probably is um, is going to be a battle for four and five. I think the top three are pretty easy to pick. Uh, four, five, and six are going to be the difficult ones. And yeah. for me, I would say, you know, again, I wouldn't be too surprised if Leicester makes five and, and United falls to six. I, I'm just... I'm that uh, bullish on both Everton and Leicester. Um, it's just I just think United is going to fall back, um, and you know, and and you know, my United fan friends are not going to be happy with that yeah. prediction. They're going to be on me about you know sixth, really sixth. And I'm like, yes, why? Because you know, I I don't know any this dude they had they brought in as manager and the personnel that they brought in versus what they brought out. You know, just speaks to me dropping a couple of levels, and and Everton has improved so much, and the other teams have improved. Um, it's just I think sixth is is good for them, um, yeah. and it's I mean, but I agree, the league is going to be the best it's ever been, top to bottom, because I yeah. can't tell you who I think is going to get relegated. No, uh, because I'm like, well, you know, you could say maybe West Ham or maybe Tottenham. Um, you know, as possibilities, but I mean, everybody improved, but mostly everybody improved, yeah. uh, all, you know, from the bottom up. So it's hard to say. And so I don't want to even kind of jest about, yeah. you know, who's going to be in the relegation battle at this point. We'll talk about that another time. We'll see what, how the first round of games come out, but yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, Chelsea, Arsenal, City, uh, Everton, you know, and five and six is a toss up. I think you're right about that, but I'm going for Leicester. I'm yeah. putting Leicester in top five. I'm sorry. I, I just, um, you know, my predictions usually never come true anyways, but, you know, but, <laughs> but that's why I don't bet. <laughs> no, I would be, you know, I would be living in a, in literally a doghouse if I bet anything. So, um, so with that being said, it's, that's where I stand, but I, I think Chelsea, you know, Chelsea's easy money. Um, but, you know, but that, you know, uh, but yeah, don't, 
Yeah, we definitely. I hear a lot of Arsenal fans being like, "This may be a return to glory time." You know, get a yes. trophy this season. You know, um, that type of thing. Because you know, I see Arsenal and women fans are really hopeful. Um, you know, at this point, and they have a reason to be, um, and so forth. So, Josh, uh, you are hopeful. You're excited. I'm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm. I'm excited with you to see what how this all plans out for Arsenal and and for everybody else. So, thank you for joining us today, and we will thank see you, you uh, as you know as the season moves forward, uh, and hope we get you back on after the Chelsea match and and talk that through and and, and so forth. And and going back to Chelsea, even if I think. If Arsenal plays well and loses, I don't think that's a that's a loss. You know what I'm saying? Like if Arsenal yeah, plays no, really well and ends up losing two to one, you know, but really plays well and you know they you know it, Chelsea does a smash and grab at the end, you know, or something weird like that. I don't yeah. think that's a you know. I think we would. I think when we judge Arsenal, it can't really judge Arsenal in the first game, really, and yeah. you know. Uh, even a draw with them with Chelsea would be great. Um, yeah. But I, I'm just looking at to see what their performance is. If they play well and, you know, then I think hope is really solid. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I, I guess my message to Arsenal fans, if Arsenal fans is if they lose to Chelsea, don't lose any hope. Yeah. I wouldn't lose any hope uh, after, you know, this Sunday. Um, now, if you all nick a win, then that's a whole nother deal. But, Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to jinx them. All right. No. So uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us, Josh. No worries. Yeah. All right. We got to close this shop. I'm I'm a, up against the brick wall of time here. So I got to close this shop, y'all, for this, this uh, edition. Next up is going to be uh, sometime tomorrow is going to be Rob with CFCW Social talking about the, the team we just talked about, Chelsea. Uh, and I'm sure he's pretty hopeful the season ahead. Uh, and then we got Mark from the Barmy Army coming back to talk about United, and he's going to yell at me for 45 minutes picking them six. But I'm going to stand my ground. I'm still picking them six. Trust me on this. I'm still standing my ground. All right. So thank you all, everyone. Catch us on YouTube. Catch us on Twitter. Catch us on everything else. I got a surprise for y'all later on the season. A uh, little gaming, little Twitch thing going on coming up in the fall. So look out for that. Uh, and any Manchester City women fans out there, if you want to come on and talk about your club, please DM me. Come to, talk to me. Talk to me. We, you can be on this show. We can banter and talk about city and, and blue stuff all day long uh, and so forth. So just DM me if you're interested in coming on to talk about your club. I'm here. I'm open. Here we go. All right. So, and I'm going to close this shop. I don't even remember my closing. So I'm going to say bye, y'all. Smash a like. Follow us on all those social media. And we will see you next time. Have a good one, y'all. And England is burning. Is going to be out right now. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>